Hello, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that empowers people with depression and bipolar disorder. Today, you'll hear from 15-year-old Hannah, a varsity swimmer who has OCD, which is short for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. First, she will describe the OCD symptoms she experienced, and then, after a very brief announcement from our executive director, you will hear what kind of treatment Hannah received. Finally, Hannah will share her advice for people living with OCD and those who love them. My name is Hannah. I'm 15 years old. What is your diagnosis? The obsessive compulsive disorder. I was in second grade, so around seven years old when I was diagnosed with OCD. What is your earliest memory of living with OCD? Walking down the hall in around second or third grade with one of my best friends and seeing a poster drawn by a class of third graders. And I remember my friend asking me, isn't that a good poster? And I said, well, I don't know, maybe, I guess it is. And I thought it was good, but I couldn't give her a straight answer. Is it a lot of black and white thinking? It's hard to commit to an answer because it has to be 100% truthful. That's right. That's exactly how my OCD was. It was very hard to commit to one answer. I also had a lot of trouble with having to wash my hands a lot. I was afraid that I would swallow too much toothpaste and that the fluoride in the toothpaste would kill me. That was a concern of mine. Did you have any other symptoms of OCD? I would think something and it would get stuck in my head or that I would be afraid of something and then I couldn't stop being afraid of that thing. What kinds of things would you be afraid of? Really silly things like that the toothpaste thing that if I swallowed too much toothpaste that I would die, things like that, that didn't really make sense. So what finally made you seek treatment for the OCD? Was it a parent or somebody else? My parents looked for a therapist for me. I was only seven when it started to get bad and At school, I would erase holes in my paper because even my handwriting had to be perfect. So let's say you wrote your name down and you didn't like the way you wrote it. Would you start over? I would start over. I would erase it and I would write my name multiple times. So let's say when you were younger before you got treated, your friend was wearing something and they didn't look nice in the outfit. They said, well, how do I look? An OCD reaction, what would that be like? I probably wouldn't be able to answer them. I probably wouldn't be able to tell a little white lie to them saying, oh, you look fine. I'd probably, well, now I wouldn't say this, but when I was younger, I'd probably say something along the lines of, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I would probably just completely avoid the question because I also hated hurting people's feelings, but I, at the same time, I felt that I couldn't lie to them. So one of the strengths of people with OCD is that they're more sensitive, right, to other people's feelings is what studies have revealed. I'm not really sure why, but for some reason I've always been a sensitive person. And my siblings both have OCD. They're both very sensitive people as well.
Hi there. This is Susan Resco, Executive Director of the Balanced Mind Foundation. I just wanted to butt in here for a minute to remind you that FlipSwitch is the production of the Balanced Mind Foundation. We depend on support from listeners like you to keep this podcast coming to you for free. Please, if you like what you hear, consider making a contribution to help us cover our production costs. Look for the green donate button on our website, thebalancemind.org, and while you're there, take a moment to sign up for our e-newsletter or friend us on Facebook, where we post flip switch podcasts and blogs. Our website again is thebalancemind.org. Thanks so much. Now, back to our show. What kind of treatment did you receive? I first went to a therapist that didn't do much for me. I was only with her for around four weeks. And then I went to my therapist that really, really helped me. And she had me do things that essentially made me uncomfortable because my OCD was telling me they were bad. Like if I was afraid that I would swallow too much toothpaste, then she would have me swallow toothpaste while I was brushing my teeth. That's interesting. It really worked because it was a way of facing what you were afraid of and what your OCD was telling you is bad and being able to say, oh, this is ridiculous. This won't actually have any effect on me. Did she do anything else like that? She'd have me practice lying also. (laughs) She would have me practice telling little white lies and she'd have me practice saying things like when I would come home from school, my mom would ask me how my day was and I wouldn't be able to give her a straight answer. I would say, well, I guess it was okay, maybe. It wasn't that great. It was okay, I guess. And what my therapist had me do was practice saying, like, oh, it was fine, or it was good, or just give a one-word answer like you would normally do when someone asked you about your day. Yeah, that's interesting. So how has treatment changed your life? It's really helped me be able to just function and not be so affected by my OCD. What kinds of things do you do outside of class? Swimming. I'm a varsity swimmer for my school and swimming has been a part of my life since I was nine years old. Swimming was kind of an escape from OCD for me because I could just get in the pool and leave it behind for a little bit. If you could say one thing to people listening who have OCD, what would it be? If I could say one thing to people listening who have OCD, it's that you will get past your OCD. It it shouldn't define your life, and you shouldn't let it define your life. What's really important isn't your OCD. It's who you are as a person. Finally, if I have a friend with OCD, how can I best support my friend? If you have a friend with OCD, the best thing you can do is really just be there for them and be understanding. Just understand that what they're going through is really difficult and just just be there for them as a friend as you would be any other day. To conclude, don't give up. Be persistent. With treatment, like Hannah, people with OCD can lead happy and productive lives. Stay up to date with the latest Flip Switch news by following me on Twitter. My handle is at FlipSwitchTeens. You can always hear other Flip Switch podcasts and read my blogs 
at www.thebalancedmind.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Lynn Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch.